We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. No, I you can't, can't do you, that. You, you, you want to clap it? <laughs> nah, I'm definitely leaving that out. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. We're here. We're live. Shout out to Giannis. I got the Greek cup on deck for the thrills. My guy, Teddy Dunbar, Nick Dunbar in the building. What's good, bro? Thanks for coming on. Sort of last minute. I asked you to come in yesterday. You're like, yeah, I can't even get a heads up one day. I know. I'm a good friend, though, so I show up. You know? are. You are. Yeah. Except when we play Call of Duty together and you just like quit, rage quit. I'm just, I'm, I'm too competitive, bro. That's my problem. <laughs> It's too competitive. Yo, what did you think about the finals just as a whole? Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought, I thought it, was it was a really good finals. action-packed, yeah. high-scoring, except the last game. Game six was mad defensive. Mm-hmm. It was like solo scoring, which was shocking because the first five games were just like first one to 100 wins, basically. I think that has a lot to do with the Suns playing to usually like game sevens historically. In, in betting, it's like 71% of game sevens go under, like over-unders. Really? It goes under because <laughs> teams play tight. Teams play not to lose. Uh, there's a big trend in Super Bowls. Like the last, the last I think, 21 of 24 Super Bowls, the first quarter has been under because like wow. uh, there's a lot of 0-0 quarters to start off. Mm-hmm. So it's I think it's the the – how that game is so elevated in status, right? Like, yo, losing, you go home in that situation. If you're the Suns, I think teams play a little more tighter is is right. what I was thinking. Yeah. Well, they had four straight losses, which is insane. That Suns and four guy got to be sick, right? Yeah. Because he's been a meme now, too. Yeah, yeah, the Suns and four, four straight losses mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the Suns actually had a chance. I was trying to tell you this before, but I figured we'd wait to talk about it. The Suns, um, that was Monty Williams' first time on that stage. A lot of the Suns players. Um, Everyone but, but Crowder. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, game five, they were up. No, it was game four, sorry. They were up 2-1 in Milwaukee still. Mm-hmm. Just The game before that, Milwaukee bounced back, blew them out. Game four, they were playing well. Booker had 40 points. He was on fire, and then he got in foul trouble. That's right. Five minutes left in the game. And Monty Williams takes him out. If you watch that game, the whole Suns offense was running through Booker. Not that it's a surprise, but like he was on. You know, the la- game six, they tried to play through Booker, but he wasn't really on. When a player's like firing like that on all cylinders, you have to take that risk, especially in the NBA Finals, and leave him in. You leave him in, they're up nine. So when they took him out, they were up nine. So he tried to like salvage like a lineup together and just try and buy like a couple minutes and then try and put him back in to save that time and, you know, not have him foul out. But I think you roll the dice there. And I think a lot of people aren't even going to look back and see that as a turning point because the Suns are up 2-1. They're up nine points with, like, about five and change left, and he takes him out. What if he leaves him in and he closes the game out? Because they couldn't stop him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you – like, he, he was on fire. And not just scoring, he was making plays. Like, he you know, he would get doubled, he'd kick it, open shot. Even if it wasn't going in, it was still an open look. He was creating for others. So I think that's a huge, huge, huge – 
like vital point that I think Monty, of course, you, you do the right thing. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. But I think in that situation, it's very much like how we were talking last time on the pod. It's like the regular season rules and the playoff rules, are, they're a little different. You take more risks. It's also the example that I brought up about how Steve Nash let Durant That's play exactly, all 48 I couldn't minutes. think of it. I'm glad you remembered it. Exactly. Yeah. You, you take risks when you come to that the point. Whole, the whole point of you preserving your players throughout the regular season to is to, to run them to the ground like to, a running back and to get in, where you in, were. in the finals. Exactly. At that point, I'm playing you, whatever, live by the sword, die by the sword. Thank you. So if you get into foul trouble, and he's also not a guy who, like, fouls out historically. It was, a, it was one of those situations where he just picked up those dumb fouls, and before you know, he's in foul trouble. If you watch that game, they weren't giving him the sixth foul. Did you see when Drew Holiday went up for that layup and he bear-hugged him? Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, call, yeah. They called it. They didn't call a foul. They, yeah. they called a timeout for the Suns or whatever. There were a couple of situations where we would text back and forth in the group chat. You're like, yo, no foul on Giannis there, but a foul on Booker and right, then vice right. versa. Well, that's what I'm saying. And Booker, I, Booker, you know, is my guy, and I love mm-hmm. him. He's not a good defender, and he's going to have to find a way to like get some stops eventually because if he does get back in there we'll talk about that later if he's going to have a chance of getting back there but he has to get some stops he he was like they were matchup hunting him at one point they were setting screens on him to get him to guard you know their their whether it was middleton or whoever and they were going at him um but yeah you you take that risk because now you know you save him you put him in you still lose that game what if you kept him in he doesn't foul out and now your offense is still firing you know you take him out the offense gets stagnant the bucks get back in the game and end up winning that game now it's 2-2 going back to to phoenix you lose that game and now you know what i mean they win that game they go up 3-1 and now they're back in phoenix it's a huge completely yeah. different dynamic to the series in my opinion i think yeah. and that's a very key point that people don't even talk about which i'm surprised that, you know yeah yeah no you're right when when a guy gets either hurt or gets into foul trouble and then you pull him out, especially with how well, because, I mean, what do you have, two 40-point games yeah. in the finals, yeah, Booker? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Efficient, I, too. Yeah. Not just well, taking but he's, bullshit But he's always, he's always been super efficient, yeah. right? Like yeah, he's yeah. That's why I think him, Curry, and Harden, I think, are the three guys that I think can break 100 in a game at some point. Durant if they too. really wanted to. Durant's very Durant efficient. Too, Durant, too. Yeah. Durant's definitely on that list. LeBron, too. I mean, we could be here all day, but LeBron yeah. as well. LeBron's well, the, the reason why I say those guys is because they shoot such a high percentage. Mm-hmm. And also, like, in, in Harden's case, he could get to the line 20 times and just get 20 free throws right, right there. If Curry has one of those first quarters where he's, like, you know, he's chucked up 33s. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds crazy, but, like, you know, he's had, like, 10 three-point attempts in a quarter. Yeah. Makes, like, six of them. Before you know, you're like, yo, oh, yeah, you're at 18, and then, and then you get hot. I want to go back. I want to go back to the Bucks, though. Well, I was just gonna say, and if you're con- if you were concerned about Booker picking up his fifth foul, you could have just sixth foul. You could have just put him on someone like PJ Tucker that just literally stands in the corner and there's no foul risk. Hide there. him exactly. There's ways he could have done that. So yeah. I don't want to hear. Well, you know, you roll the dice. He fouls out. You still lost the game. When you keep him in, you hide him. Like you said, you could put him on Middleton. You could put him on Bobby Port, whoever. Like you know what I mean? There's ways you could hide him. He's a he's an NBA coach. You figure yeah. it out. The Rockets used to do that with Harden. They'd hide him and have Beverly chase around the guards, there and then go. the the Warriors would do the same thing. They'd have Clay, the defensive stopper mm-hmm. for the guards, and then Curry would be on like a, you know, someone mad at random. Yeah. But I want to go back to the Bucks because it's funny how many narratives have changed because of them winning. <laughs> Budenholzer now, you can't criticize him. You think you still could? No, no, no. no you, you, can't. you can't. But, but I, it was just I'm, funny. Just, I'm After, shaking my head because like Giannis bailed him out so many times. He should literally give Giannis him he should literally give Giannis his like NBA finals bonus. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that boy has bailed him out so many times. He made literally no adjustments. The Bucks just blew the doors off of them because they 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 did make adjustments defensively. I, I take that back. I don't know what he lit a flame under Drew Holiday or whatever, but he got in the Booker. Booker was not as effective as he was in the previous games. You know there was adjustments made. I can't say that, but I mean, well, it's funny. It's you funny you mentioned you mentioned Drew because I tweeted out something during the game. How even if they go on and win this. The the Drew game is always going to be when whenever a guy in the playoffs shoots four of twenty, just bricks everything. Well, I went through the the game logs of his shooting. He's had like six or seven, five of twenty threes, yeah. four of twenty ones, four of twenty, four of nineteen, yeah. five of twenty six, and it's like, but but what you said is mad true, and I think that's why you you go out and you make that trade for him because even in the days where. 
even in the days where he don't have it offensively, he could still just lock down yeah. a Chris Paul. And that's what he's there for. Exactly. Well, not entirely. He's a great defender. That's what he brings to the table. But he's also a shot creator. I also tweeted out when the Heat shut down the Bucks and exposed Giannis. Remember, they were building that wall, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, Giannis has mm-hmm. no moves. That's not Giannis's fault. That's the Bucks' fault and the Brooks, the Bucks front office for not putting an extra guy around Giannis to help create shots and make it easy for him. There's no reason he should be bringing the ball up. It's not part of his game. You know, he him get the ball free throw line extended and then play downhill and one dribble that Euro step he does because he's so long you can't block that. Yeah. You know, free throw line and in he's on style. He's got that turnaround mid range now. Like he, he's he's added to his game. You know, he's a four. He's not supposed to be putting it on the floor with. He can add that to his game. Yeah. But like, was Tim Duncan doing that? No. He got to spots on the floor where he was comfortable, and that's where he would exploit you. The craziest thing about that Game 6 clincher is I thought ESPN made a mistake on the graphics when they showed how well he was shooting from the free throw line. Oh, no. Yeah, he he went off. And what's funny is that those comments, Chris Paul. I was just going to say that. Where he said, anytime he shoots a free throw, we expect it to be a miss. Even him. And And he ate his words. That's what he gets. He's opening in his mouth. You know, Yo, the Chris Paul something. love got a little too extra for me. Yeah, no, it's not even Chris Paul love. Like, yeah, he's a great player. I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, people were coming out, I want this for Chris Paul. I wanted Giannis to get it more. I, yeah. I'm a big Devin Booker fan, and, you know, I was cheering for him. And we had our bet. That's why I was cheering for the Clippers. Everyone's like, oh, you're a Booker fan, but you're cheering for the Clippers. We had our bet right, before right, right. Kawhi got hurt. You know how I felt about that. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to win it all. But, um, Everyone was trying to make it seem like Chris Paul was like this, like NBA, like golden boy or this NBA sweetheart, and like he deserves one because he was so, you know what I mean? He was so good for so long, but like, you even heard uh, Boogie, he yelled it. Remember, he's like, "That's why no one fucks with your ass." Like, remember, he was saying like, "There's guys yeah. in the NBA that despise this guy. Like, he he's just a mean person." I I guess I I don't know what it is. I guess you have to ask guys that that have been around him or whatever. But for him to come out in a press conference after a bad loss and you're going to attack their best player too? Like, what's wrong with you? I'm glad that that played out the way it did too because he stuck it to him. Yeah. What was he, like Like 17, 17 of 19. 19 from the free throw line? And did you see, I saw on Twitter, there was a bar giving out shots for every missed free throw, or every, was it every missed free throw Giannis had or every free throw made he had? Every free throw made he had, the bar was giving out a shot. <sighs> Probably bankrupt I was just going to say, they definitely just went out of business. <laughs> definitely just went out of business. Or maybe not. There was 100,000 people. Well, that's a lot of know. shots. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of, shots. of shots. But, yo, um, Bobby Portis stepped up big. You always huge, need those random huge. guys to step up. and. We always say this. Role players always play better at home. Yeah. Always, always. He always. had a monster game. Oh, another thing. Campaign didn't play game six. He scored 10 points in 10 minutes. Second half, the Suns were struggling to score. Could not score a bucket. If you saw for the life of him, he didn't play the second half at all. I'll pull up the stat sheet right now. He played 10 minutes the whole game, had 10 points in those 10 minutes. And if you saw the 10 points he scored, easy. High screen and roll, comes off the screen, no one steps up, knocked down. Guy stepped up right by him, layup. Easy, efficient buckets. And he didn't even come in the second half. Why? Why? I don't understand. Everyone's giving high praise to Monty Williams. Uh, he had a he had a couple big mistakes. I think that led to yeah. the downfall. Well, he probably wanted to just keep Booker and Paul out there and just go down you with could, the ship. You could play small. You could because the could Bucks went small. Yeah, they took out Lopez for a little bit of time when they brought uh, Portis in, and they oh, brought in. Con- and, and, yeah, they, well, uh, Portis was playing the five. Connaughton was playing the three or the or, or the three or the four, or whatever. But the Bucks went small again. You're an NBA coach, bro. You get paid to do this. You make adjustments and you go. You got a guy on the bench that's giving you, you know, consistent minutes in, of scoring, and you guys can't score, and he's not on the floor. That doesn't make any sense. Got to you. Got to find ways to get those guys minutes to help you and keep you in the game. Yeah, man. That I was so happy that he got fifty too, because fifty just sounds so much better than him. And you could like say forty nine, but it's not really. 50. It's not the same. Like you 50 always is, round up. Yeah, yeah fifty yeah. is fifty, one hundred percent. And yeah, that was just so dominant. And and like you know what's crazy about Giannis? The more I watched him too, because like a couple like about a month ago, I felt as if he was a guy who we would we would talk about this like the killer instinct. It mm-hmm. just seemed like he didn't have it. He lacked it. And there were even in games that they won, I just felt like he didn't seem like a guy that I would want to go all in on. And I mean now it's just. That seems like such a terrible take to have, right? But it seemed like he really... There's people that would agree with you, though. You're not crazy for saying yeah, that yeah. at the time. Like, like now, we, we live in the moment so much where everyone's like, Yo, Recency he's, bias. he's the best player Recency in the world. Bias, it's like, yeah. No, he, I still wouldn't say he is, but he's... he's top five. He, he's top five, yeah. like, without and a doubt. And what's crazy, up until the series, people were, like, debating that and saying no. Like, I'm in a group chat with Josh and a couple of his friends from... Broad, um, broad channel with David and Impy or whatever, and we talk. We have like good like basketball discussions in there, and they were saying how 
And David was saying how Giannis was in top five, and now it's like you know he's like a little quiet on that. Yeah, case. it is quiet now. I, I, at this point, I don't I don't think it's fair. to yeah, say Yeah, there's no that. debate for that. Because also the one thing that you know you were talking about Chris Paul, how you feel as if like the comments that Boogie made. Is there anyone else in can you can you think of anyone else in the NBA and in sports in general who is this beloved by everybody? Like you can't find people say bad things about Giannis. Like as a person. Oh yeah. And you know, sure, you might you might hate that he's not an efficient three point shooter. Though he hit a three in the in the finals, I think he was like three or fourteen. And Bro. in 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 game six, he hit that one big shot. I meant to send you a video on um on Twitter that I saw. His pregame warm up for game six, he might have hit like fifteen threes in a row. He's an NBA player. It's just he's playing against an elite. Well, the Suns aren't an elite defense, but he's playing against guys that are f- almost seven feet tall with an arm. You know what I mean? It's a little different. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but I just I just feel like the one thing with Giannis is he. The way he impacts the games across the board and even the leadership, like remember when they were down 2-0 and he's yelling at them yeah. on the sideline, like yeah. that's stuff that you can't you can't put a price on. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like a, you either got it or you don't. Right. And the way he just impacts the game and just the morale of the team, like, bro, a month ago, we thought dude was going to be done for the rest of the playoffs and next year. He's on the floor crying and shit. And he's grabbing his knee the way he was. That was scary. That was scary. I always look at the athlete when they're crying and shit and they're grabbing oh, body yeah, it's parts. Serious. It's like, it's yo, serious. you know yeah. you fuck some shit up. Yeah. And for him to just come out and do what he did. And I just think the way that he impacts the game on both ends and just like him just being out there, it's I think a lot of that has to do with Middleton's success and Drew's success and all these other guys. A lot of that is because Giannis is just out there, Absolutely, whether it's a decoy or just him just being out there. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, sing, you can't really anywhere from 15 feet in, maybe even, like, 20 feet in, free throw line extended it in, you can't single cover him, you know? They they actually implemented that. I think game five, they started throwing, you know, two people at him and started double teaming him. And it was working for a little bit. But that's the thing. Like, when you have threats, like, Middleton's a threat. Drew Holiday's an actual threat. The way Connaughton was shooting is a threat. You have guys like that that create certain matchups a certain way. Giannis can now, he doesn't have to worry about getting double team, triple team, quadruple team like the Heat were doing in the bubble to him. You know, he could make a play and not have to worry about a second guy coming in because if he does help, he can kick it out. So it's like a game within a game, you know, adjustments and matchups and, you know, trying to like, it's like a game of chess almost. You figure out ways to like get him in, in single coverage, like football almost. You know, he, he only has to attack one guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to worry about the extra guy, the, the, the second guy, the third guy coming at him. It makes it easier for the offense and players around him, too. And also, he's giving it to them. He wants them to shoot. He's building their confidence, you know? That's why people love playing with LeBron. I hate. I know people, oh, yeah, I'm a LeBron homer, and I always find a way to bring LeBron into it. But you ask, you never hear one person that does not want to play with LeBron because he gives you the ball. He wants you to make it. He gives you your confidence, you know? He puts you in those positions. It's all right, bro. It's not the end of the world. Oh, so you guys are going to see video for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot to turn the camera on. Shout out to Giannis. Yeah, uh, you, all right. must be your first time here. Yeah, rookie mistakes. Um, all right, I do want to ask you a couple things, though, before we, like, leave the finals. Two things. First, how do you think we're going to remember the this season? And, and and did the right team win the championship? Two-parter. So I, I answered the first one first. What was, <laughs> what was the first question? <laughs> how do you think we're going to remember, remember this, this, this championship? The championship. Um, two teams obviously got there by default. It is what it is. Like, there was injuries involved. So, I mean, they were the the better teams remaining, and they took advantage of that. And they were the it, healthiest. Yeah, they were the healthiest. Exactly. The best ability, uh, best the best ability is availability, like mm-hmm. you say. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to give them credit for that. Um. The Suns, I don't know where they go from here, bro. I'm laughing because I can't believe I didn't turn the camera that, on. Nah, that, was, that was pretty terrible. funny. I saw the lens. Too. I should have said something, but I thought maybe, I don't know, I thought you were doing some other shit. Like maybe, I don't know. I don't know what I thought you were doing. Um, the Bucks. a lot of people are going to hate on the Bucks because of the Kyrie injury, and it happened against them too. Mm-hmm. Like Giannis, like however you want to say, didn't give him room to land or whatever. You have Nets fans making excuses or whatever. You right. Know, bring that up. But, yeah, I mean, I'm happy. I feel good that they won. You know, it was a different team. It was exciting to see two teams that have, haven't been there in, like, ever. A really long. Well, the Bucks, it was, like, ever. And the Suns, like, uh, in the 90s, 90s with Barkley. The Barkley, yeah. Um, 
Owen three now in the finals in their history. The Suns. The Suns, yeah. And this is the first one in fifty years for the Bucks. Oh, I got something for you. That's the second Milwaukee team that took Devin Booker out from winning a championship. In college, when he was at Frank Kaminsky, Sam Decker, his teammate Frank Kaminsky, yeah, Wisconsin played in the final four. That's dope. Yeah, that's right. I had bet big money on Wisconsin that year. Yeah. Well, Kentucky was the clear. I know. Yeah, that's when they had everywhere. That Carly Stein Towns, Carl Anthony Towns, your boy Ulysses. Yeah, yeah, that studs, bro. That was that was probably one of the best college teams ever. What were the twins' names? Uh, Jones, something Jones, right? No, Harrison. Harrison. I forget their first names. But what happened to them? I know they, they had they're, like a, they had like stints in the G League and like overseas. They're great nah, ball but what, one I remember playing on those. They Grizzlies both played teams. in the NBA. They, yeah. One of them played on the Hornets, I think, and another one played on because FanDuel. I remember that like I played them a couple times. Yeah, like the minimum and stuff. <laughs> that's it's right. crazy how like you keep up with that because it's stuff like that. But yeah, man. The Harrison twins. That's what I called them. I don't remember their names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that was the second time the Milwaukee team took him out from, wow. from getting cha- a championship. Wow. I think you're right, though. I think people are going to be remembering this season for all the injuries, unfortunately. Yeah, it was a lot. The quick turnaround. Yeah. Okay, I get it. You get uh, a rolled ankle, the thing that happened to Kyrie. That's not because of the quick turnaround. You get something like Kawhi, maybe, you know, maybe because he was getting load managed. He always does or whatever. He played a lot more, though, but still, it was a quick turnaround. So, yeah. like, a lot of these guys' bodies were playing a lot more a lot sooner than expected. You know, these are NBA vets yeah. that had to come, you know. So, I think, I think just to push back a little bit, I think the ACLs, that I don't think you could really put on the short turnaround. You could. You could make an argument for it. You could. You fatigue. Could. You could. But, but, but more my, mileage in the shorter times, man. Right. My thing is, I think the short turnaround affected the hamstring groins back pulls yeah calves right like right. what happened to ad i yeah. think that was direct correlation to there being a shortened season and he just made a glass too right there's there's that also but i think this championship is going to be remembered for the injuries the injuries and also me personally again it's perspective is everything i i was saying that the bucks were going to win the title from april and the biggest reason why was Drew Holiday being yeah, in that fold. It's a huge pickup. And also, it just felt like this team was actually been this team has been elite the last three years. They've been a really good team. The only thing they haven't had is the championship, right? Yeah. So if you go back to when Toronto beats them, they're up two zero on Toronto, mm-hmm. and they go into overtime. Giannis fouls out. Toronto beats them in OT. Then they beat them four straight. Yeah. Right. So and they were the one seeds, right? Great series. So. I remember that game vividly. There was like a shot at the buzzer that like trickled out, right? Mm-hmm. So potentially you're looking at you going up 3-0, you win that series. Who knows what happens in the finals when you play Golden State, right? That was, that was without Drew Holiday. Right. This is without Drew Holiday. The next year, they're the one seed, and then it's the bubble, mm-hmm. right? So Miami catches fire. Milwaukee, they're building that wall against Giannis. He can't get by it. No Drew Holiday. This year, you add Drew Holiday. And and you had like DiVincenzo played really well for them. I know he didn't play. Sucks for him. Like he gets the ring, but I would personally feel like yo, I didn't really do much. He was a starter though. I know. He was. But I'm saying part. like in the playoffs, he didn't oh, get yeah, the play. Yeah, yeah, you know, right, he got right. hurt either in the first first or second game with the Heat. Yeah, fuck, they give me my ring. Are you nuts? They started. You're not gonna accept it. It happens. It's not his. He didn't purposely get injured. It's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I would probably get that ring. shit. For he sure. would never. You crazy? He's probably, he'll probably <laughs> never get one again. Yeah, well, the, I, want, I want to get to that in a second. So then, you know, you're looking at this team. Like, this team has put together a very elite, historic three-year run in the East. So they're elite. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, finish. finish yeah, yeah. So then, like, for me, I really thought that even if everyone was healthy, I know I was giving them out as, like, from a betting perspective. Shout out to my guy, DG. He's a Patreon member. He showed me his ticket. He bet them back Smart in, man. like, or uh, late March at, like, 10 or 12 to 1, Fire. which is when I was giving it out to because it just felt like there's a big difference, and people don't understand that. I like your and shirt, I think, by the way. Uh, uh, you you know about the poker star story, I right? I don't. I don't. Finish your finish your, yeah, and then yeah, I want to hear about yeah. it. So people don't understand, and maybe because sports betting is still new to a lot of people and mm-hmm. to the limelight, there's a difference between who you think is gonna win and what the right bet is. And what the right bet is or the value bet is. And the right time, too, of course. Yeah, and the right time, right? Like, 
there's certain spots throughout the year where you could find a good number on a team that has a realistic chance to win. That's why when I was saying Milwaukee at 10 to 1, like that's the team I would bet on. I had money on Lakers Nets to be the finals. Of course. That blew up in my face, but the bet to make was the Bucks uh-huh. at the time when I was giving it before out. the and before that net trade happened because when the net trade happened, obviously they yeah became they became a heavy favorite, heavy favorite. Right? But yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And that Drew signing, in my opinion, after this finals, put them in contention or to be considered or, or classified as a super team. In my humble opinion, what is a super team? I know you wanted me to you wanted so, to ask that. How would you define a super team? So I obviously a super team first of all has to win a championship. Okay. You can't be a super team, my my opinion. You can't be a super team and not and not win a championship. That's one for me. Well, also you know I'm actually gonna go back on that because I also think the OKC Thunder were a super team and they didn't win a championship, but they also played the Heat that were a super team. So I guess I mean because that's what the NBA is made up of now. Right. Multiple so super teams. I I would I would push back on that because I think if you draft those players and they become elite that's not but see like that's the that's the thing where like it gets gray because so because you draft players like like i was telling you before people hear the word super team and automatically think negatively or like cheating or it's not fair Mm -hmm. or like super teams take the shortcut you can have a super team it's just a, a group of really good players so super team I mean, I could use Impy's definition: three perennials, uh, all stars, mm-hmm. uh, three really good, good players that have a good resume. I, I to be honest with you, so like a, a super team for me would be, um, like so you were saying the Warriors aren't a super team because all three of them were drafted. I I never had an issue with Durant going to the Warriors, and I never considered them a super team because they drafted Curry. Clay and Draymond, and they also had a lot of things go their way. Where they ended up, the the first year I remember vividly, the first year Curry won MVP, mm-hmm. he was like the seventh most expensive player on their roster. Yeah, it's like David Lee was still there, Leandro Barbosa, yeah. like it was mad random people making more money than him. So they lucked out because coming out of college in in, in the NBA, he got hurt, ankle injuries here and there, right? Yeah. So, and then he stays healthy that year. Lo and behold. The Curry mania starts running wild. Yeah. Right. So, so you think if it, if a, if a franchise drafts players, they can't be labeled a super team. A super team can only be like coming together. I think a super team is is coming together. Yeah. Okay. I I disagree with you. Were Kobe and Shaq a super team? No. Shaq ended up going there after Orlando, though. Right, but they became. So Kobe got drafted there. I agree with you, by the way. But go, yeah, right. Kobe technically got, Kobe got drafted by the Hornets. Go Hornets, ahead, but, yeah. I, no, no, but, but like his first game that he played, advocate. yeah, right, yeah. Right. So no, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that the I wouldn't say that the Spurs were a super team either because you draft those guys. I would say that the Heat was a super team. Yeah, of course. LeBron, Bosh, and then also like Kobe and Shaq were, were labeled a dynamic duo. They right, a super team. Um, what about the Lakers in the bubble last year? Were they a super team? They have two top five players in the NBA. AD came from another team. LeBron came from another team. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think about that? Mm, yeah, but then it doesn't fit the mold of how Impy would define it with three. Because three, well, that's three. that's now that's what I'm getting into. Right. Does it have to be three? So Can I think I think the Nets are a super team. But the Nets are without a doubt a super team because but, all those guys got shipped to Brooklyn. Right. For me now, if you look at the makeup of the, also it has to do with the roster too. I think the entirety of the roster. Obviously, those three those three key players are two key players. If you're saying, I don't think the Lakers were a super team last year in the bubble because if you look at their roster top to bottom, is literally like, it's pathetic. Mm. It's LeBron. It's LeBron AD, and then. They had Rondo was their third best player. Right. And Rondo, have you heard about him since? No, no, he gone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so for me, mm-hmm. you you not even ten minutes ago were saying Milwaukee was elite without Drew Holiday. Yeah. You got Giannis, bona fide superstar, top five in the NBA, no debate. Right. You got Middleton, an all star, any all star. Yeah. If you look how he played in the finals, I can't stand him for personal reasons. Fanduel, like I cannot stand him. <laughs> like I play him. That's the one guy. Like your Julio almost is is me for Middleton in um in Fanduel on basketball. It's literally every time 
just pencil them in for like a dud. Like <laughs> I never learned my lesson. Anyhow, that's besides the point. That's a personal agenda I have against him. No denying the guy's talent. He balled out in the finals, and right, that guy's, right, 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 that guy's right. a stud. He's an all star. He w- yeah, he yeah. was an all star this past year. Yeah, so yeah. you can't debate that. That's a fact. Holiday was an all star. He hasn't been an all star in like five years. Maybe I think probably even more. Right, uh, 2013 I think was his all star year. So eight years. Can't deny his talent though. You bring him over. He's an all star level level player. All defense NBA. Mm-hmm. That's a stud. That's your three. That's your three stars right there. I know the Bucks drafted two guys, but they went out and they go get Holiday to help them for that reason. I told you when the and Heat even beat Middleton them. they traded yeah. for and got. But so that's what I'm saying. You can make the argument that they're they're a super team, one thousand percent. People will be like, no, no, and like even Giannis right away. Of course he's gonna say they're not a super team because he stayed and that's what he wanted to do. But you went out and got help. Isn't that what super teams do usually? When they're you, you know they, 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 they well, I think I think the narrative on super team is also whoever whoever you coin as Batman needs to be at that team, right? So yeah. like people got on LeBron because Wade and Bosch didn't come to Cleveland with him; he went there. Yeah, right. So I think that's where it's different. Where with Giannis, they came to Milwaukee, and I know Middleton was there way before Holiday. Do you see the stats I sent you? Yeah, yeah, the breakdown of the big three. Bring those up because I don't have my laptop and, and my phone is one of the cameras. Okay, so the 2012 finals, Wade averaged 22 points, six assists, five rebounds. Bosch averaged 15 points, nine rebounds with no assist. 2013 finals, Wade averaged 20 points, five and five, five assists, five rebounds. Bosch uh, decreased uh, 12 points, nine rebounds, two assists. 2016 finals now with LeBron in Cleveland. Um Kyrie averaged 27, 4, and 4. Love averaged 8, 7, and 1. Remember, all oh, love, love. He played like dog shit that entire series. Um, 2017 finals. Giannis's co-stars. Middleton averaged 24 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. Holiday, 17 points, 9 assists with 6 rebounds. So, if you're following, Middleton's averaged more than everybody except Kyrie, but he had more rebounds and assists. Than any than any help LeBron has ever had, and Holiday averaged as a so that's the Batman right. Wade was LeBron's Batman. Kyrie was LeBron's. Uh, sorry, Wade was LeBron's Robin. Kyrie was LeBron's Robin. That's Giannis's Robin. Is Middleton. Yeah. So he outplayed everybody scoring wise. Yeah. And across the board. And then Holiday out outplayed played all of them. The third. I don't know what you would call the third. I, yeah. I don't know. Like their their uh, sidekick junior or whatever. You <laughs> it's know, all, it's yeah. always Batman and Robin. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah, trying to yeah. think of a third analogy, but he outplayed every single one of them. Every single one. Bosch, Love, and well, yeah, that was it. Bosch and Love. So that's the other thing too. So like you're gonna label a team a super team, but you have to see how the season plays out. Because now you saw the success that the Bucks have had and how well Middleton and, and, and Drew played when the when the you know they rose to the occasion, they could be labeled a super team based off of production. Cause they played really well. And the numbers show and tell you that. You know what I mean? Like you can't if I told you that uh Middleton was gonna outplay Wade or, or Kyrie, you'd be like, right, like No way. Those are yeah. Hall of Famers. Yeah. He did it. He did, yeah, yeah. Holiday outplay, you know, uh Bosch and, and Kevin Love for the super team super teams no way he did it why be, so the, the their numbers are better than them but you won't consider them a super team because Middleton was drafted or whatever or you know you, you know what I'm saying like I, I don't understand the logic there it's great for me yeah it's weird it's such a polarizing debate too I do feel like a lot of people that don't follow the NBA just say super teams as a way to dismiss the league right it's like a knock well like I said it's negative yeah. But, and like I said, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Super teams aren't bad. Mm-hmm. It's just a part of the NBA. Yeah, They've been doing that in soccer. Yeah, that's true. You that's I mean? mad true. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, it, it's it's just a new way of that, – that's what it is. Like, In in soccer, the Barcelonas, Bayern Munichs of the world, Real Madrids, mm-hmm. when teams in their league get this, like, random left winger. Yeah. Scores like twenty goals that season on like Raul Betis. The next year he's on Barcelona. Yeah, and even if he don't even play, Manchester United. Too, yeah, Man U, Man City, the same yeah, thing. Man like City. the the biggest, probably the biggest star on England from a from a fan's perspective was that dude Jack Relish, number seven with like the sort of uh, like the man bunish kind okay, of. Okay. He would have like the yeah, yeah, but he plays for Aston Villa now. He's going to Man City, heavily rumored go. for like hundred twenty million pounds, which there is crazy. Go. 
And he might not even get burn on Man City. Yeah. But Man City now knows I don't got to worry about him competing against us. There you go. Exactly. And that league that they were going to do, not to get off topic, was corny, though. I didn't like that league. It was like, yeah. The, yeah, that was going to, like, ruin everything. I'm glad that they did away with that. Yeah, yeah. That would just ruin there, everything. There's still, like, after effects of that. People are still going off about it. As they should, bro. They're trying to ruin the league. That's not That's not cool. But um, super teams are just a way of life. And that doesn't mean it's a bad thing, bro. They're like, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's what I say. The NBA is the best league in the world because of the star power they have. Like when, when LeBron first went to the Lakers and Kawhi first went to the Clippers and teamed up with Paul George, that first game they had in Staples Center, first game of the season, the electricity, you'll never feel that in, an, in another sport. If for a regular season game, that means absolutely nothing. It's the first game of the season, and there were six stars on the floor at once. Mm. You'll never get that in any other league. So that's just the way it is now. You know what I mean? Like just people are teaming up together and playing together, and that's the reality of it. They had LeBron, AD, Kawhi, Paul George, Rondo at the time, because he was still in the Lakers. This was the season before the bubble. or No, that was at the beginning of the bubble. Yeah. And then the dismissal happened, and then uh, yeah. um, and I, I'm forgetting someone else, but there were six legitimate stars on the floor at once. You don't get that anywhere else in any other league. So, I mean, it's just what it is. Doesn't mean it's a negative thing. Oh, the Bucks were a super team. Yeah, but Giannis stayed, and he did it his way. He didn't go team up. That's different. He didn't leave. You know, like they you came said, to they him. came to him. That yeah. was his team. No, no questions asked. Like the the last thing I want to talk about with you is sort of the aftermath of the finals. What happens? What happens with the Suns? Because yo, there are certain teams that when I don't have a dog in the race. I kind of root for to win, mm-hmm. like unless I have money on them or it's like one of my favorite teams. The Suns strike me as a team that I can't see going back there. I completely agree. Um, I can't say they're going to blow it up because obviously the, the GMs and the coaches are going to be like, oh, we're right back at it next year. And like, But that owner is historically known for being cheap. So like, right. does he want to give Chris Paul three for 90, which He's is what like, for it. yeah. Which you're basically going to pay for Chris Paul next year to still be what he was now, but then you don't know about two and three. Right. And, and Aiden's going to be due for a contract now, too. Do you keep some of these other role guys? That's just the stuff you could control. What about the teams that are getting healthy that you didn't even have to face? Exactly, the Lakers, yeah. The so Clippers, f- but the first, Nuggets. Word. First and foremost, though, you got to worry about Excuse keeping your core together, which is going to be a problem. Because it's now, problem. when you go into negotiations as a free agent... Like they always would say, one of the hardest things to do in football is to repeat as a champion, more so than any other sport, because then that left guard that is up for free agency could go and be like, "Yeah, I'm a Super Bowl winning left guard." So now my contract, I could ask for more money. Yeah, your it's starting, harder. your starting bid is like, yeah, yeah. it's harder for you to re- retain your free agents. So I think first and foremost, what happens with Chris Paul is going to be fascinating. Um, look, everywhere he goes, he does win, but now he's. He's still he's up there in age, and I felt like he was starting to break down a little bit in the finals. Well, we didn't even really talk about that. He he wasn't aggressive either. Like they were talking about that was his legacy game. You know, he needs this. He needs to win this finals. He didn't come out like how you thought someone with their legacy on the line would. Yeah. You agree? He's yeah. very passive. 
you know, I mean, he was making plays. That's what he was trying to do all, all, all series long. You know, he almost averaged double-digit assists for the entire series, I think. So he was, like, floating with that number. But it felt like he wanted others to make the shot or make right, the mistake. Yeah, yeah. He was making plays. He was doing what a point guard's supposed to do. He was getting his team involved. But, I mean, like, they struggled scoring. He wasn't even looking to score. He was still being passive and not aggressive. And then he finally picked it up towards the stretch, but it was just too late. Um, yeah, I, I don't think he's the same player, obviously. He's 37 years old, right? I mean... I can see him going to the Lakers. I can see him re-signing with the Suns, but I don't think it matters, to mm. be honest with you. I really don't. I don't think the Suns are getting back there just because of what happened. They got, they had the easiest path to the finals, and I hate taking credit away from people, and I feel like a hater. I sound salty or whatever, but that's the reality of it. Yeah. Every well, series, there was a huge injury, and they were able to advance because of it. Either either during the series, it was an injury, or earlier in the year, right? So you look at, they play the Lakers, AD gets hurt, mm -hmm. and they were up. Lakers were up. Lakers was up 2-1. That's 2 right. 1, right? They play the Nuggets, no Jamal Murray. That was a bit, they're one of their best second best players, sorry. You play the Clippers, you don't have Kawhi. So, yeah. And, and the, the Bucks no DiVincenzo, but I'm just I'm just being petty. Right, right, right. But the one team that they played that was relatively full strength, they lost to. They lost to, exactly right. They were up 2-0, but I mean, yeah, they eventually lost to them. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I don't think it matters. Chris Paul run, you know, like how he did with Houston. Remember running back when they lost to the, to the Warriors and, like, he got hurt with the hamstring or whatever? Running back, running, I don't think that's not doesn't matter. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be the Lakers versus the Nets next year in the NBA Finals, and the Lakers are going to win in seven or six. <laughs> Put it on tape. I'm telling you now. Yeah, you think so? I need that clip, yeah. Well, you know, I think uh, I think another team we should watch out for next year is is Golden State. Yeah, of course. With them getting Clay back now, look, we they're going to make Clay. a move too. We they're haven't seen Clay in a while. Yeah, they. I was talking about this with uh, with Impy. They're the most logical landing spot, I think, for a big name player because they have the assets to give up. So they got two top twenty picks, and then they can give up Wiggins. Mm -hmm. I know it's not like, oh, my God, it's Wiggins, but, like, Still he, he's a big contract player, that can yeah. match a big guy coming back. And also, I think you could buy low on Weissman. Yeah. Who I think Golden State is still high on, mm -hmm. but like NBA Twitter and people are like, ah, yo, he's trash, which I don't think that's fair either. They're such an easy, seamless team to fit in with because the way they play, they play very similar to like Spurs basketball. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you just get the ball to Curry too, like, because he'll make a play. Either he's shooting it from 40 feet or he's going to get in the paint and kick. You know what I mean? The way they play right, their right, game, right. their brand of basketball, it's easy to like transition into and like you can make that, that switch into easily. So I think, I think the Suns are going to be in trouble. I think this was. Yeah. Everything fell right for them, and it happens, right? Like, they didn't get injured all year. They didn't have no big injuries. Yep. So, I think if you're Phoenix, this is a brutal, brutal loss for you, not just because of the finals, just because the future. I, I don't think you can get back there. Yeah. Another 20 years, 30 years, or whatever it was you were saying. <sighs> yeah, it, it seems like it. What about, what about Milwaukee? How do you feel about Milwaukee going into next year? So, now, I want to give you an example because, like, remember I was telling you how it was the front office's fault that they didn't get help around Giannis, but the media was building these narratives around the Bucks that, like, they're the best team, they're the team to beat, they're the team to beat. It was fool's gold. They were lacking that something, right? They were lacking that uh, playmaking shot creator, that extra guy to the Robin, right, to help Middleton out or whatever. They went out and they got him and they win now, but also they won because of injuries. I'm not doubting their, um, like, how good they are and their talent. The Nets are the favorite, though. Mm -hmm. um, I think the Sixers will get better. The Sixers are going to make a trade. They're going to do something with Simmons. Um, the Raptors aren't, you know, not the same. I, they're not even, like, really a threat anymore. The Celtics are on the rise. I think they're going to make a move. Did They, they moved Kimber already, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, so they're making moves. Um, they can. It's possible. It's definitely possible. I'm not going to write them off and say right. no, what but about they're not the favorite, which for a champion might help. Because you can fly under the radar now. Yeah. You know, gotta feel that pressure to repeat and do what you once did. Yeah, but I think so that's where that's where betting sort of doesn't really influence the like the average Joes, right? Because everyone's yeah. gonna be like, oh, they got they're the favorites because they won it. And it's like, no, nah, not really. Right. Because they're not. You know, there's th three teams have better odds than them to win the championship next year. Yeah. It's the Nets, it's the Lakers. And it's the Nuggets right now, but slightly. It's like plus nine fifty for the Nuggets, uh, plus ten to one for for Milwaukee. Because you got to figure, I think I think Denver could run everyone back, and you get Murray back too. Mm -hmm. 
But Murray's not going to be ready for the beginning of the season. He'll probably come back around All-Star break. Yeah. Which is fine. You want to just, yeah. you know. Head above water. And they're good enough that they can be Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a regular season, too. Like, you yeah. see teams like that always just weather the storm. Mm-hmm. Stay above 500. Be a top four seed. Then you get Murray back. Let him suck it up for a couple of weeks until he gets back in rhythm. Yeah. And then when you're full strength going into the playoffs, no one's going to want to play you. Yeah. Especially if you bring back Aaron Gordon, too, and, and how uh, Porter Jr. came along. Yeah. So I think that's that's definitely a team to watch. But I think heading into next year, man, we're both LeBron guys. He got to be watching the finals and being like, fucking AD. Yeah. If you just stayed healthy, man, we would have went back to back. Well, they're going to make a move, the Lakers. I can guarantee it. It's obvious. First of all, LeBron's going to come back fresher than Kuzma, ever. Kuzma, KCP, and a first for Dame, right? Even better. <laughs> Kuzma, Schroeder. Um, no, I was saying that NBA Gordon meme. Tucker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah, with, yeah with SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I tweeted that out, and some Laker fan was like, yo, that never happens. I was like, bro, every big name free agent, you guys are throwing Kuzma in there. Oh, like, yeah, 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 Kuzma, for real. Um, but not, even if it's not Dame, maybe Ben Simmons. That's LeBron's guy. He's a clutch guy. Um Wow, I didn't think of that. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, they're going to get somebody. They are going to get somebody. Again, I'm going to call it. You're see it. You can play the clip back and be like, I called it. Someone big, obviously, is going to go to the Lakers. And LeBron's coming back fresher than ever. He's not playing in the Olympics. First round exit. He's got all this time off. He's going to come back next year. Mark him for MVP, too, while we're here. He's going to win MVP next year. Hmm. He, he's fresh. He's never been as fresh before. Turned down the Olympics. First round bounce. Yeah. He's never been out in the first round. Yeah, yo. All this time off, he needs. He needed it too. Yeah, Rest th- that ankle. This is that, that's a hell of a point because he's. I mean, he's been in the finals every single year, with the exception of that that first Laker year, right when they didn't make the playoffs at all too. Mm-hmm. But besides that, dude is playing heavily into the finals. Yeah, and then and the going Olymp- to FIBA going right into the Olympics, or Olympics, yeah, whatever right, it might right. be. Exactly right. I I find it hard to believe to pick against the Nets. They don't excite me, bro. They really don't. They're, I'm not denying their talent, but you got to understand something too. When 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 it comes down to like the nitty gritty, and it comes down to half court basketball and making plays and dissecting a defense and all the little details, no one's better than LeBron James ever in the history of the game, and he's gonna find a way to beat them. You're not you can't beat him four times. Mm. You can't beat him four times. I mean, the Warriors did it because they literally had a superstar at every single position. Yeah, just about you know, and he was playing with Delavadova, like you know what I mean. Like, give him, let him build his roster to how he wants and his liking, and he'll and he will he'll find a way to beat you. And that's that's what I have to say about that because it's gonna come down to a point where it's gonna come up to matchups and it's gonna come to it's gonna come to something where like how when the Cavs played the Warriors and they were matchup hunting Steph Curry and that's mm-hmm. when Steph Curry started getting exploited as a bad defender. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. J.R. Smith, Kyrie, LeBron, Kevin, Le- they were all taking turns setting screens going right at him. They're going to find something. Well, there was the famous Durant and Russ clip after a Thunder game where they were like, yo, he's not a good defender. You there guys you gas him up. Exactly. There you go. I mean, he he because he, he could play passing lanes and get deflections and get steals because he's leading the league in steals or he's top three in the league in steals. You think he's a good defender? No, that's that's what you call a casual would say something like that. Watch the game. The eye test will never lie to you. You watch the games, you see he's getting cooked. One crossover, you're right, you're right by him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I'm, when it comes down to that half-court basketball and it's not YMCA or like – you know, yeah, first from, one to a hundred. But from what you saw, what you saw from the Nets prior to them getting hurt, man, it's just so hard to to think of to think of Harden, Kyrie, and Durant having a full year together. It, like, no, it, remember it, they only played what less than ten games, yeah, 10, 11 yeah, games yeah. going into the playoffs because of the injuries and stuff. Because of well, the injuries, the and also too, when though. they acquired him. That's the other thing too. They got to stay healthy. I mean, the Lakers do too because of AD, and then LeBron actually had his injury as well. But I mean, yeah, that's it though. All they have is them three. I think that's enough, though, bro. It is. It is. But I, <laughs> the drop, Lakers. But I'm saying we, we can have ninety. Let's have this talk in a couple of months after the Lakers make their moves, and we can compare rosters, and we could go to we could go break down matchups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna you know need I mean? Joe Harris to not look like he never shot a basketball. You see before. what I'm saying? Like guys yeah. are actually getting exposed, and you're relying on him. You know what I mean? So yeah. who's gonna guard? But were you relying on him as much as they were because there was no Kyrie? And Harden was... They're relying on him to make an open shot. It doesn't matter. He couldn't make an open shot. You know, it didn't matter who was playing and who wasn't. He was literally... He could not make an open shot. Yeah. That's what. It, that's the reality of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And also, one quick... One, one more quick point. Who on the Nets would guard LeBron? Probably Durant. So then who's going to guard AD? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Where I'm going with this? Just as much as the, the Lakers have to match up with the Nets, the Nets have to match up with the Lakers. Yeah. 
And that's where it's going to get interesting. You'll see. Yeah. You will see. So, so you're going from now, you're going Nets, Lakers, Finals? 100%. If you have to pick from Everybody now. stays healthy, 100%. I'm going to bet on it, too. I think I'm going to do like a $500 bet. We're going to do our, our football bet with the rookie and the MVP. I like that. I like that a lot. We'll do that. We'll like mix it up. We'll do like a couple of different ways, and then we'll do a, a basketball bet. Yeah, I'm trying to end up like that dude that bet Otani and DeGrom. Bro, insane. But DeGrom got hurt. DeGrom's hurt now. But he's still like... Unless, unless I wouldn't he misses, say clear-cut favorite. Well, at the moment, he is. So, but unless if he but ends up he missing a month, play, but that's yeah, what I'm saying. yeah, he has yeah, to play. Right, 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 100. Right now he is. But say he misses, yeah, uh, which I hope he doesn't. I hope that guy, that guy's the man for that. And the Angels suck. You look at the Angels. Otani's going to be the first person in baseball to win the MVP where their team hasn't been in contention for the first time in a while. Usually yeah. they give it to the guy who's you know the, one of the top three teams. Well, not nah, not really in, in baseball. It's weird because I remember there was one year I picked when when Boss used to be on the show too. I picked Stanton the year that he won. MVP with the Marlins and they didn't make the playoffs. But when was the last time someone that wasn't in the playoff year? It doesn't happen often. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm not often. the biggest baseball fan out there as far as like following it. Well, that I know because they were talking about it the other night on um, Sunday Night Baseball. Right. But base- baseball is a sport where like remember uh, Felix Hernandez mm-hmm. when he won the Cy Young and he was like 12 and 13 with the Mariners, but his yeah. ERA was like two, like uh, a two. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he yeah. had like the most strikeouts. So it's weird where baseball. Baseball MVPs tend to be guys that just put up big numbers. And even if your team wins, like, you know, your team goes 50 and 100 and, uh, and 112, right? Mm-hmm. Like 50 and 112, you only win 50 games. If you bat like 400, I know that's an extreme, but just yeah. bear with me. They'll give you MVP. That that right. won't matter. Like, how many times have Trout won MVP and they don't fucking... True. He's a unanimous best player in baseball. And it's like, uh. they've made, what, I think one playoff appearance with him or two? And they got swept by the Yankees the one time because you guys just own the oh no it's the Twins that the Yankees own yeah well the Angels too but the Angels haven't been in the playoffs in a while right so Trout, yeah it's Trout, just come to the Yankees <laughs> but yeah well we'll, de- we'll definitely do one of those bets um you hyped for football or what yeah hell yeah I'm hyped for DFS I'm gonna do the oh it's bad yeah. I can't wait I'm excited to go to Danny's and like watch and like we could like put a team in together. Like, we could do, like, a Wildcat one weekend, split it three Danny's, ways, build yeah. a team, Dan- and, like, imagine Danny's, we came in first. Danny's coming on the pod soon, sometime I'm, I'm uh, within the next two weeks. I want to come I'm gonna come on with him when he comes, just for the entertainment. He's always like, yo, when am I getting an invite? I'm like, bro, you know you have an open chair. You just never fucking... Yeah, it's, it's not convenient, bro. I, yeah. Like, he's got work. Anytime he's down here, it's for work. It's, he's not coming here after work. You know that. A long day to fucking deal with Ralph and work or whatever. <laughs> he's not coming here after that. But, yeah, how about you? Man, I'm I'm more excited this year for football than ever before. Yeah, Mahomes, I forgot to bring your clown mask, clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did forget about that. You talk about really quick. We talk about good bets. That was a fucking great bet. I called it too. I said, I, so you remember I had that stock that was doing really well. I'm still invested in it, but like I was making like 30k like every other day on it. Mm-hmm. I was literally gonna. I said it too because we were up at PA at the time. I said I'm gonna take all of my money out and put it on the bucks. Yeah. Because they were the underdog, too. And then win the bet and then take it and put it back into the stock. Of course, I didn't do it because I'm all talk. But, um, yeah, you – what happened, bro? What happened was they were missing the three offensive linemen. You're really not going to use this as an excuse, It's not you? an excuse. That's the reason why that happened, the way it happened. The, bro, they got dominated. Yeah. Every, every facet do you of the know, game. Do you know, so, three offensive linemen are going to affect that much. Do ball. you know Pat Mahomes, they did a next-gen stat. He ran 500 yards. In that Super Bowl. Really? Like, running around and shit. Wow. He did run a lot. He the defense lot. was blitzing all game they long. Were, they, they dominated them yeah. like that. But yeah. as you should, though. Yeah. But it wasn't... So, here's the thing, but right? You, but you didn't mention that, though. It was... I'll show, I'll show you a text that I have with Chris. Agent Chris has been on the pod with you also. He, he was like, yo, I want to bet. And, you know, Chris, b- big baller. He bets big money on, like, bets. He's like, yo, I want to throw a lot of money on, on, on the Chiefs. I was like, yo, I like it. But here's why I think it might not happen. And I listed all the reasons. So then he ends up betting it anyway. And he goes, yo, you're an idiot. I'm an idiot. Because you gave us a reason. And he's like, you still picked the Chiefs anyway. But why are you an idiot? Well, I feel so dumb about that call because I was mad stubborn. Because when they, prior to them beating the, the Niners that season, I was like, yo, the Chiefs are going on a wild run we haven't seen since New England. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, they're going to win the Super Bowl, which they did against the Niners, and then they're going to repeat next year. So we get to the Super Bowl, 
And instead of listening to myself and being like, yo, man, Alan and I even spoke about it on the preview. We're like, it's not this, not this. It's not three, it's not three offensive linemen that were out. It's really four offensive linemen that were playing different positions because they yeah. moved the one guy to a different they spot. They the guys around, right? So it's like, don't be stubborn. I learned a lot from that Super Bowl, bro, because yeah. it's like, yo, just because you picked X team to make the NBA Finals and they get to the NBA Finals, but then three guys are hurt, it's like, yo, you yeah. can't still pick them. Right, right, right. So that was a big yeah. learning lesson for me. Mm-hmm. I got to check for that text. I might be in my junk folder. <laughs> I never got that text. You were just big on Mahomes talking about already saying he's better than Brady. Mah- he, again, Mahomes, that's Mah- you though. Again, mm-hmm. like with your heart, not yeah. your head. Mahomes, he will maybe, maybe one day, but yeah. right now you can't. There's no way. Mahomes is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. Yeah, that's fair to say. It's yeah. definitely fair to say. Yeah, it's uh, forty to one at DraftKings for the Chiefs to go seventeen and up. Oh, I think it's it's twenty one and zero. Because he came out and said, he's like, yeah, I want to go undefeated. Are they the favorite? Yeah. Do you think uh, Do you think the Bucks are going to repeat? No, right? After no. what you just said? No. no, no, no. I don't think the I'm Bucks accept- are going to. They're not going to make the playoffs? No, no, no. I didn't say oh, that. Oh, I, I thought that's that. why I thought no, you were no, going. No, no, no. I don't think, I don't, I I don't think they're going to repeat. Um, my, I mean, anyone that's I, been listening knows um, I'm very bullish on the Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know that. I, you, you, you have. And, and now they got a guy that can air it out. So they're they're the second favorite behind the Bucks. The Rams. Yeah, because there's certain spots where you can't bet on the Packers because they don't know what's going to happen That's with right. Rodgers. So there's there's certain books. So like in Colorado, it's one of the states that sports betting is legal. They're they've taken down Denver Bronco props because that's the most logical place he could get traded to him being Aaron Rodgers because of what they could get back. Right. And also he wants to be on the West Coast, which I never understood why he would want to go play in that division. You play Mahomes twice, you play Herbert twice. And I could see him somewhere like warm or in a dome. I think he ultimately he either sits out or he plays for Green Bay. I think if he sits out, Green Bay's gonna get rid of him. They're not gonna just have you know they're gonna try and get something for him while they can. Did you see what Schefter said? What was it? That he can he can sit out. Fuck. Damn it. I want to look it up. They said something about him sitting out. He could sit out until like week three or whatever. And then when by when by the time week three comes out, if he doesn't come back by then or something like that. He forfeits his salary. Yeah. It's yeah. something along the lines of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that when I think. Um, so we may not know until Rodgers is coming back until week three. Yeah. That's what he was insinuating. Yeah. And they also just passed that rule that if. In the event that you can't reschedule a game mm-hmm. this year, the team that had the COVID outbreak forfeits. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Right so before like, I got here, I just Pittsburgh. Saw Pittsburgh would have benefited greatly because last year they had so many games. Remember, Pittsburgh played. I think Pittsburgh played like every day of the week last year, but Saturday. Because it was the Titans one year. The but, other time it was it was Buffalo. But it was the ti- right, we're right. But it was the Titans. I think were the first team that fucked that all up. I was talking to Danny about. It. He was going off because they had to play like four games in like six days or not six days. Nah, they played four games in twenty one days. In twenty one days, that's what it was, which is crazy. absurd. That's, that's absurd, bro. That's ab- and how is it their fault? They literally got penalized because other people weren't like following protocol or, yeah. you know being coherent or whatever you know what i mean yeah. like man but with everything that's going on i'm so pumped for this football season between yeah. like the growth of the show the other stuff i'm working on and just like it's gonna be the first football season i'll be able to just create full time so yeah. utilize that green screen too just let's get make cracking. money too let's make some money yeah i'm gonna actually be able to play this year too i've been playing fucking like a med two dollar <laughs> two dollar lineups penny pinching schmetty so I, I plan on I plan on doing that. Bring back that DFS show on Twitch too, which is doing pretty well. But yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm I'm fascinated by what happens with a lot of these, a lot of these uh, teams. Like we're, we're gonna take something big down too using ETR. I want to use. Stuff. I want to. I really want to do that parlay with the rookie of the year and MVP. Yeah, I do too. You talk me into that. I'll definitely uh, go half with you on that. Uh, let's not give it away. We'll save that for next time. Yeah, for sure. Dunbar, you're the man. Where can they find you? What's your social media? Um, Nick Dunbar, 718. N-I-C-K-D-U-N-B-A-R, 718. Big shout out to the members of the Patreon. We got Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, Daniel Gibson, Derek Platees, Devin Rendon, Corey Johnson Hoops, Ryan Pisner. I've sent out merch to all of you for being in the franchise tag and the Supermax tier for six straight months going streaking. Also, special shout out to Rune, 
and Marshall, I've also sent merch out to you guys because of your annual Patreon pledge. If you pledge for a full year on Patreon, you get a free merch item. So to that, I say congrats, legends. Thank you very much. At the Lamb Show is where you can find me. At Veterans Minimum is you can find everything for the show. And we'll catch you guys next time. You're- Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.